Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Say your homie kill my dog, but now we dead now I just put like 20 on my wrist, bitch, I'm the man now And I move a lot of pounds for cheap, this ain't no handouts I could put like 20 on your head and now it's man down I just got the shit up off the mugs, bitch, I trap hard Swing it to my gang, you other niggas, you get taxed off I could get a hundred on, cause I'm at with my track on Fuck them other niggas, they was down, now we back on Got these bitches scout me, running like a track star Big wallet, shit talker, Mary's fit too small, bitch, I got big pockets Every time she get the dick Little bitch, now she can't sit proper Now I gotta take her to the mall and make her drip prouder Fell asleep in Gucci, but I woke up in a Hellcat Take this YSL, cause I don't purchase no Chanel bags Maybe even Fendi like a fact, bitch, I can't sell cat Smelling like new money and new runners, you can smell sex Balenciaga ballin' chrome hotter Reefy sell that Benji, do the rollie, get the cartridge I don't do no shoe and I what up, what up? It's the realest podcast ever, episode 149 I'm your host, C. Diddy <laughs> And man, everybody's like half asleep Yo, <laughs> It's like it's like getting up in the morning is like a task, Damn. and I know you was up super early. I got up at five. Sheesh, that record right there, man. That's a world premiere. We're gonna get into the whole record at the end of the show. We're gonna drop that, man. That's a uh, super talented guy, very good friend of mine, Bang Bang, uh, featuring ESTG. That record called Catch a Body, produced by Forever Rolling, the hottest producer in the game right now. And uh, we got one Philly, so it's like you know, with all things in mind, the record dropped today. We got a world premiere here first on the Realist Podcast, ever man. We appreciate you coming through today, brother. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm an avid listener of this yeah. show. I was just uh, telling you uh, off, uh, you know, off air, off camera, like, they, like you really a rapper now. Like, yeah, man, it's been, <laughs> it's a lot of hard work, man, and transition to, in like full rapper mode. Yeah. Like, you really gotta be dedicated to it. You got show. like a project manager and listening parties yeah. and interviews and all that shit, man. I'm happy for you. You deserve this shit, though. You've been grinding yeah. a long time. Yeah, man, I've been I've been putting that work in. You gotta put the work in. Like, yeah, can't get around the work for sure at all. For sure. So we appreciate you giving us the exclusive coming here first, fucking with us. Um, you know, you uh, you new to our audience. We got kind of like a different type of audience. We got a mixture of like young motherfuckers that's like running wild. Then we got like older people that got like businesses and jobs and families and shit like that and kind of like everything in between. So we basically like to start every interview kind of the same way from the beginning um, in terms of like, you know, an introduction. And then we get into the goings on. It's been what is the SG stand for? Snatch Gang. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't put it together. I'm like, bang, bang, suja. <laughs> I'm like, is he from South Philly? And they just fit the pee or something else. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I couldn't pick, I couldn't put it together. But all right, cool. So uh, give everybody your name, uh, you know, where you from. And uh, we're going to start from there. Um, yeah, well, everybody know. Well, everybody don't know. They going though they soon. Going though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They call me Bang Bang. I'm from Uptown. Germantown section of Big exact Haines Street, you feel me? Grew up in Germantown, you know what I'm saying? Just doing this music shit, putting on for my section of the city. Like, yeah. Just grinding. Um, SG could have been south of Germany. <laughs> 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 no, but to the people that don't know, Snatch Gang is like, it's not like no criminal shit. Like, right. It's like, it's like lingo. It's like, Somebody be like, oh, I'm going to the mall. I'm about to go cop up or I'm going to go splurge at the mall. Like, no, we snatching. Like, we're going to yeah. go in the mall. We're going to snatch that shit. Like, we're going to go get whatever we want. Like, we driving fast in the car. We speeding. Like, we snatching through the streets. Like, in a hot wheel. So, it's like, just our own little way of, yeah, like. something you created. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. put our own laws twist on it. Okay. Philly's colloquialisms is yeah. always uh, on full display, like man. Poppy with the dragon. Exactly. 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 Same, yeah. same sort of thing. So, uh. Tell the people, you know, what your life was like in terms of like, you know, being young, growing up and, um, you know, like your transition into like what got you interested, not necessarily rapping, but what first got you kind of like interested in music? Um, Well, like I grew up like rough in the hood, like so I had like a rough upbringing, but like I was like a village child, if I want to say like. OK, so like I was exposed to a lot like from people that was, like, outside of my family. But, like, uh, people always took a liking to me as a kid. So, like, people will always, like, take me with their family on vacation right. or, like, <laughs> trips to the mall. Like, shit that they knew, like, I wasn't 
experience experiencing like with yeah. my family you feel me so it was like growing up I kind of like had it rough but I, I had like my eyes open to like and been exposed to a lot of stuff so it was like I never really like sulked in it you feel yeah. me or like be down too down on yeah. myself and like I just used to like use music to like as a, like an escape like I just walk around with an iPod all day like that was like the best invention yeah. to me yeah. <laughs> like I would never take it out like and then it's like you just get exposed to more and more music, and it's like I don't only listen listen to hip hop, so I'm like I listen to like rock and roll, yeah. pop, mm-hmm. like so you never know what you might hear when you get in my car. Like you might hear some Britney Spears, or you might it, hear it, some. It's crazy Tupac. When I hear niggas say they did like listening to music. I don't listen to rock. I don't listen. It'd be like, but rap comes from rock and roll. Exactly. Fact. Like that shit straight derives from straight elemental from like <laughs> the, not even like like a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Like when you listen to like a lot of big rap records, a lot of the chords are rock chords. Even how they structure the song. Yeah, like straight up and down. You saw like Kanye doing like the doors for the takeover. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like it really comes from rock and roll. Like yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I listen lie. to a lot of rock. Yeah, My it's kind of like corny because like. Sometimes you can't really enjoy it with people with you niggas. would want yeah, to. Like, <laughs> like you yeah. would want to put them on yeah. some shit. But you'd be like, man, I ain't even got time. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to do the whole backstory yeah. and explain. What's, and, what's going on with yeah. you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Niggas like, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you need to talk to the school counselor. Like, <laughs> no, for real. Yo, what made you listen to Aerosmith? I mean, that shit hot. Like, what you want from Yo, me? you want to know what's crazy, though? I started listening to rock and roll from movies. Yeah. So, like, I'm a, like, I'm a heavy movie boy. So, mm-hmm. like, if I'll hear a song in a movie, I'll go Google. Google the movie, Google the soundtrack or the credits, and I'll be and like, find all right, a record. And find True a record. True story. I can I'll tell you what, I, like, not even trying to be funny. I remember my first time watching Lean on Me as a kid with Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Remember he was uh, Joe Clark and yeah. shit? Remember the opening scene when they were running wild and Welcome to the Jungle was yeah. playing, Axl Rose and them? And I remember hearing that shit as a kid, like, this song is insane. This is the greatest song of all time. And I remember, like, going to find out what it was. Like, all right, cool. Axl Rose, Guns N' Roses, like, okay, cool. Welcome to the Jungle. And then, like, you know, like your homies is like, well, fuck you, listen to this, fuck you, listen to this. Then years later, Swiss Beats and J- Kanye and Jay do it. Niggas are like, oh man, it's the greatest fucking thing. <laughs> and it's just like, nah, that's how you niggas like, 22 years ago. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. But no, rock, rock, rock music is definitely it. So, what was some of your uh, early inspirations in terms of like uh, music stuff that you latched onto that you heard? Like, damn, like, that's dope. Like, what did you uh, really, really fuck with when you was, uh, you know, on your iPod uh, shit? Uh, it's like, like influ- influence wise, like that influenced my life the most was like Jim Jones, Jeezy, uh, a lot of Pusha T, uh, a lot of Beans, a lot of Beanie Siegel, uh, and a lot of like uh major figures like Dutch and Spade for real, for real. Like they was like yeah, the tandem like yo. I'm glad you brought them up. Can you kind of like talk about like from a bird's eye view of like how good and talented and inspirational somebody like Spado was to a young kid like yourself yeah. trying to break in. We had rap. this conversation one day, like where it was like Spade was like such an influence. And then I was like, yeah, but he was going for so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. But like before that, yeah. On my honest opinion, I feel like, he was the real representation of like a Philly guy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Beans is like the bully nigga on mm-hmm. like a Philly bully. Like the def- t- the flip side of yeah. Corn. But I feel like Spade was more all around. Like he was fly. He had the language. Yeah. Like not too many rappers from Philly really included the Philly language. Maybe yeah. some words, but his whole style of rapping was like having a conversation on a block. Like yeah. you feel me? That's how I, I took the music in. Like it was like when he talked, it's like. Two old heads who I watched yeah. growing up arguing at a right. dice game or something. It's yeah. like it gave me that feel to yeah. it. Like, Beans was like for the niggas that like had the little brown marks on the front of their jeans. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Niggas that wore white beaters yeah. all summer, yeah. no shirt, just then, wife beaters. Yeah, and then Spade was like the niggas who wear sunglasses that don't block out no sun. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. Yeah, like when people ask me like who's my you know top Philly artist, whatever, I always include Spado and like. It's like such a Philly thing to do, but it's like if you talk to people that's not from Philly, they don't get it no. because they didn't see it and they didn't like experience it. Like I remember Spade being at my cousin Stevie G crib on 56th Street and that nigga could freestyle for hours, like just all smoking a cigarette and then, uh, uh, and it's and it sound like it's prepared raps and he's really like just freestyling for hours and um like and then his writing was impeccable and like he was like a five tool player. And in that era, 
we probably didn't even know what we had for no nah, for I sure. I think anybody didn't. knew back then. No, nah. like, even when you look at Philly's most wanted, that like none of them. I, yeah. I don't think because when you just look at their contribution outside of music, yeah, it's like bro, they really was like powerful as shit. Yeah. Like they really left an imprint on the game. Yeah. Whereas though, like you listen to that Best of Beans, that uh, the drum where it was all freestyle. I think yeah. it was like the Watch for the Hook beat, mm-hmm. where it was like the Hop Out the Five. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spray your J30 all like yeah. that. It was just, everyone was nice. Yeah. Everyone could fucking rap. Shit was crazy. Dutch is one of my favorite rappers ever. Bro, I, bro, he, I Dutch, always like Dutch. On some real shit, and I always, I always got to give him his flower. Like, he the reason why I didn't quit rapping. Like, like Doug. Because he, he moved, he ended up moving to my neighborhood and like, know how it is. I'm out there every day. He moved to a neighborhood. He coming to kick it with me. Yeah. And I'm just because we talk about we talk about it a lot on here. Like rap isn't just words, words, nah. words, words, words. He was like one of the first Philly dudes that was like him made it pop more than the yeah. words. The and words the, was hot. The energy, the, the delivery, energy, the delivery, and yeah. everything. I made a vow to myself to never be broke no more. I, yeah, I, I remember right. vividly him saying, "Um, I know how to hold the forty steadily." If you live, you probably snitch like Steady B. <laughs> or roll your ass around like Teddy B. <laughs> that was crazy. I fucked with that was crazy. So that's just amazing. But that's some Dutch ass shit. Like, yeah. that. No, like, that's really like my OG. Like, he really gave me a lot of game. Like, when I was really like down on myself, like on yeah. some, I ain't yeah, fucking with this music shit. Yeah, yeah, he was like, no, you gotta. And we would just sit and I'd be like, yo, how it was when you first touched a million dollars? Like, how, like, what's the craziest place you ever traveled? He like, Man, I was in South of France with Lil' Kim and Scott Storch. Like, you feel me? So mm-hmm. it was like, damn, like, yeah. I gotta go, I gotta go experience that. So yeah, it was yeah. like he gave me that extra little fire in my ass to let me know like a, you could really get to, that shit. To that point, it's a lot of shit that like these Philly rappers that might not necessarily made it as rappers, but they was around for sure. All the people that was shaking shit up, like Dutch and Gilly was in the stands of the Go DJ video. video. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, like, like, just... like fucking Bubonic was over in he was living in London, and then fucking he told me a story one time about him and uh him and Mr. Man was with these fucking princes from Dubai, and I'm just like. Yeah. How? He like, yeah. They like, please don't mind. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like music could take you so far and put you in the company of so many powerful fucking yeah. people. And it's like now he didn't transition. He doing other shit. He doing art. Tommy Hilfiger is his biggest benefactor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He one of the biggest art benefactors in the world. And he like, man, he's like his daughter do art and he supports my shit more than his yeah. right. more than his daughter shit because he just believe in it. But it's like, yo, we had so many talented people from that era that went and did so much, but not necessarily just straight rapping. Like, they just use it as a tool. Think yeah. about Beans having like a record label, a clothing line, a movie. Deal. I was in State Property too. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> as a, as an extra. Think about this. That shit spawned from him doing a freestyle. No, nah. like a no beat freestyle yeah. during a concert, and that's really like you know what I'm saying. Like so, yeah. Like I really be trying to be like a student to this shit. Like I really uh, sit back and be on YouTube for hours and just watch like old behind the music episodes of like cause I'm big on like wanting to know like how people got yeah. discovered like that's the best part of the story like you hear about like Bing Show and like y'all waited outside the radio station for Kanye for 8 hours he played me and then I just start rapping while he was walking out yeah. and he stopped like damn like another person yeah. would've took that rejection and be like man Kanye you asshole Drake Kanye. said Wayne walked past him you know what I'm saying yeah. first time Wayne walked past him like alright it's Seven crazy. months later, hey man, <laughs> heard this guy. <laughs> Even <laughs> Fab, Fab, like yo, we paid Lil Wayne like a hundred thousand dollars for a verse. That Wayne he came, did, got the bottles and bounced. Yeah, like did the verse <laughs> in ten minutes and left. Ain't say two words yeah, to him. Like yeah. and then he put his ten thousand hours in, spent the block, and then it's like you you get reintroduced to people you met before. So it's like I, I just yeah. I'm waiting for that moment. Like yeah, you gonna meet some people gonna meet me now on the way up, but it's like damn when you spend that block and you be like damn I did. Meet you or remember right. I met you at a concert. Yeah. Like I want to meet yeah. the moments. Like it's a couple rappers too. Like Benny the Butcher. I can't wait to see that nigga. <laughs> like, what's no, the, so rap. what's the thing with Benny the Butcher? No, cause I I like he one of my like. Don't you hate like you hear rappers say it all the time? Like when you meet somebody that you listen to and idolize and they, they not say, don't meet you, your heroes. Yeah, like don't like that shit is real. Cause it's what like Drake says, when the pandemic, how, like, how magic works. Yeah, like when the pandemic happened, you know, like all the rappers was doing the. 
I'm ho- if you got hot music, hit me up. So I'm thinking like, damn, all right, boom, I hit him up. We talking. He like, yeah, I'm doing a mixtape, wah, wah, wah. It costs X amount of dollars. I sent the bread. As soon as he sent that money, I sent the money right through. He like, damn, you don't play. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm thinking I'm about to get a chance to work with one of yeah. my favorite niggas. Yeah, project come out. It's 800 songs on a mixtape. Uh, he didn't got the same amount of money from 800 niggas. niggas. <laughs> he done went platinum in the streets. <laughs> I, you might as well go and retire. It's yeah. like, damn, bro. I I looked at you like a part of why I liked you so much was like you was one of us. You feel me? Why would you finesse niggas like that? Like that's nasty. Yeah, that's nasty, bro. It just made me look at it different. Like you got, they got you now. Like you officially and the, an industry and the, guy. And it's like extra fucked up because a nigga like him that was he was the neighborhood hero in Buffalo forever. Everybody knew Benny and this and this and all them little independent Amazon movies. He on the soundtrack and some of them he in and this and this. And, now, and was, I always put all these niggas together. Him, Conway and what's up? Gun, right? Yeah. Benny the Butcher is the one that had the shooting shit. Yeah. yeah. The one okay, that okay, that's okay, Benny okay. the Butcher. The, so it's like, yeah. yeah. So you would think that a nigga like him that was the underdog for so long that finally got a shot will understand that position and then be in a position of power and really try to help niggas right. as opposed to, man, I'm just I'm just raping the whole budget. Like, yeah. that shit is I just want to have a real conversation with him. Like, listen, bro, I'm a nigga like, I, I, I want you to see that like I got here still, you feel me? That wasn't going to make me or break me. But I just want you to know like, bro, don't like, I want to have an intimate conversation. Like, bro, you can't forget about the, the niggas that got it, that's getting it, how you tried to get right. it, and how many times they fell and got up. Like, bro, don't, you feel me? You can't do that. The niggas, like, not yeah, when you crazy. saying you are, you one of us, you coming from where we come from. Yeah, like, you bro, ain't you conducting can't. yourself like you one of us. Yeah. Like, bro, that shit literally had like two, 300 songs on one mixtape. Yeah. Like, bro, ain't nobody listening to that, bro. And you just got money from all these people who ain't benefiting nobody. Because anybody in their right mind, I'm looking at it like, I'm not about to. No, yeah. fuck no. I'm not even about to. I'm thinking, like, I'm going to give everybody a listen, see if I can link with some folk. Like, yeah. bro, I'm looking at the joint. Like, my song, like, number 48. <laughs> I'm like, man. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't, like, no crazy amount. Like, you feel me? Because I'm thinking, like, you got to understand, everybody, it's the fre- we fresh into the pandemic. Everybody trying to capitalize on mm-hmm. everything they can. So, luckily, it wasn't, like, an amount that really would have broke me because yeah. if I was a struggling artist, I would have been Came tight. Good. Had to yeah. come find a nigga. Yeah, like, I would be trying to pull up on you. Like It's something to be said about the fact that, like, motherfuckers be in the entertainment industry making enemies that they don't even realize that they making. And a lot of times, it'd be totally unnecessary because it's like, you didn't have to do that. The, you could have took the same scenario, solicited art music from 200 artists or whatever and then just broke it down in the volumes and then every week you put out a different 10 song playlist I as opposed to it could have been a thing the whole it pandemic. Been a thing, the whole pandemic as opposed to I'll oh, just fuck it yeah 200 like niggas is is crazy that's a wild ass fucking situation yeah, I didn't know that yeah and then it was like man I was just trying to tell boys like man don't I ain't gonna say don't mess with rappers like that but I would just say like if you're not going to go get a feature from a rapper, I would just put my money into marketing. Like, right. Mm-hmm. All, all that trying to like, cause it's like, you just, you get caught up in the finesse. Like, yeah. Speak about that. Like the, the, the power of marketing in terms of like, you know, being able to push a record and how that can be more effective or as effective as like paying for features and this and this. I mean, if you got the money for a feature, I would go for a feature, but it's a science to going to getting a feature. And I want people to know that. Like, even though it could be a nigga that's the hottest nigga in the world right now, like just because he the hottest nigga in the world don't mean that y'all going to make a song that people gravitate to. So when you thinking about doing a feature with somebody, you need to think about, all right, what lane of music are they in? Are they in the lane that I'm in or the lane that I'm chasing? Yeah, that's key first the audience what audience do they have alright if I'm a street rapper alright I'm gonna go try to do a song with a G Herbo or somebody cause that's the lane that I'm in yeah. that's the audience that I'm chasing then on top of that when you're doing that production that's the main key you feel me yeah so if niggas you going, will go and get this $20,000 feature on a $30 beat right. yeah <laughs> or like you'll try to put a Kendrick Lamar rapper on a pop smoke beat like it don't yeah. you feel me it don't make no sense so yeah. you gotta make sure that the song is tailor made now if you can't get in the studio and cook up with them then cook up two three songs that you feel as though fit they sound what you want from them I feel like that in a way you just made me think about that when that that hurt the feature game a lot this internet passing songs through email and all like back in the day songs got created 
together. Right. Uh, but that and, and that's the, where you're wrong. They no, trick the, you into the thinking The cohesiveness that. of the record, though. Like, when you hear Beans talk about, or the locks, rather, they tell the story about how Jay was like, yo, I got this rapper from Philly I want y'all to check out. They come to the studio, they meet Beans, they do Reservoir Dogs. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Crazy. Like, shit like that, where it's like, now, like, look at Khaled. Like, how he's abused the... I'm going to just send the beat to 60 people. They're going to all send me a verse. Khaled and we're going to do the remix. But Khaled actually getting a lot of these motherfuckers in the studio yeah, and still, gonna, and oh, still shit. not delivering. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what would you get? What would you give the last Khaled album one on one to? Like a six. Six. The new Khaled yeah. album? Yeah. That's six is good if you're thinking about a compilation album. Hey, when you talk about like six. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Side of maybe what he got fifteen songs. The singles work. The singles work. Like the John with little baby and uh, what's the name is crazy and Dirk is crazy. Yeah, that's the baby wild. on there like rapping, rapping. But it's like we fall into the trap of like with a Khaled album like him, like with these names and the records don't necessarily always match up to yeah, the names. For sure. And I was explaining to my cousin the other day like it's a whole bubbling music scene in Florida, South Florida, Central Florida, Northern Florida, and he could have fucked with them, still did the other records, for sure. but fucked with them niggas and give niggas a shot because his first record, we just talked about a holla at me, baby, he was breaking niggas. Yeah. He broke Rick Ross. He broke Pitbull on that record. He basically broke Plaz, T-Pain. He broke niggas. Yeah. And now it's like you, you stop breaking artists because you chasing the hit. hit song formula when you could make hit songs with Nick, new no niggas. Name, yeah. no name. But you, but that's work. Cause he got the hit, niggas don't nothing. He got the hit formula, but he not going to get the new talent. Yeah, I mean, I, more so what I was saying is just like you look at like like when Pac signed with Death Row. Pac right. was in the studio for three weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's Straight. like it's just <laughs> yeah. no. Dr. Dre is just like I'm throwing beats at him left and right. Like we in the studio, we just we just cooking. Like we no, just going to try to figure this shit out. And now it's literally like. Oh, I got the beat. I got the song. I'm going to send it to so-and-so. Get the verse. They send it back. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of that going on. And, and it's just like, I just don't feel like the the actual making of music. Oh, Even yeah. when it comes to production in a lot of times. Like, producers ain't necessarily like, when you hear Kanye say, I made Heart of the City for DMX. Like, he never intended for Jay-Z. To right. where when he heard Jay on it, it's like, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I guess can I can fuck with it. I can, mm -hmm. I can see what we doing. Because it's like, Quincy Jones was Taylor making music for Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like that's just the way it go. And now it's it's not like that. Like I couldn't hear Cameron on H to the Izzo. As crazy that as was, it is, that was yeah, it was Cameron. It was it was Cameron beat. And I always say like I wonder what it would have sound like to hear Cameron on that he or Jay Z or Old Boy on it. And Jay Z had Old oh Boy, and they took it like they straight stole that from yeah. Just Blaze. <laughs> and, and um, Jim Jones just did an interview saying that's how uh, Cam ended up getting down and out too. Yeah. That was like you got that a part of the swap, yeah, like yeah. for free jump. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like where we at in music now. You got producers that want to be producers that don't even have no musical identity. Like they just hold they whole thing is making a forever rolling tight beat, a wheezy tight beat, and then it's like you go on YouTube and that's all the fuck you see. And it's just like, I feel like where it's is just where more is money you? driven? And then it's less crazy. Like even, even when you driven. want Apple Music, you know how you can go to like behind the boards, for yeah. like the different producers. They got Jones now where they got playlists where it's like sounds like DJ Mustard or right. sounds like Timberland where it's a bunch of beats that got made that ain't Timberland. Yeah. But they all got the, the, the boom, 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 all that shit in the background. It's just like, that's kind of how music works. Oh, this yeah. shit is hot. This shit is working. 
We're going to try that. Yeah. We're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, like, man, G cooked that from scratch. We got in the studio, quarter vibe. It sounds like it, though. When you listen to the record, you can yeah. actually feel the energy in the record. Like, yeah, this isn't some microwave shit that, like, oh, he sent me this, and I sent him that, and we so-and-so patched it up. And it, yeah. Like, no, it actually sounds like a record that got made. And we did that shit in, like, 20 minutes, because I listened to the nigga so much, I already knew how he was going to come, so right. I already <laughs> had, like, how it was going to come. I just needed to be someone forever. Rolling came in, he might have played, like, no lie, probably like two. I think that might have been like the second or the third beat. I'm like, yo, like, pull no, it up. Go back to that jump. And as yeah. soon as he pulled it up, I went in there and did that shit. And then while I was doing it. But what's crazy is that's that. If you, you a talented artist, that making music don't take all day. It don't nah. take weeks. It, when we when I say Pac was in the studio for three weeks, that nigga made two classic albums in <laughs> no, three for weeks. sure. So it's like, yeah, don't say like, even uh, when Poppy was up here, he said the, the shit with Quilly. He said Quilly came in, was like, what's up, Pop? Heard the beat in the background. was like, you mind? You mind? Like, you know? <laughs> and it was like, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, it's like, yeah, right. like it's the process. So yeah. how did you connect with G to begin with? Uh, so Tak was uh, was like looking at G uh, to like I guess like do business with him. So you know like I be hanging out with Tak all the time. So we yeah. just always you know when they you looking for new, yeah, new artists. Yeah, when we when he was like looking for new artists, I get you know Marcelini shit. But it's like it's always sold out. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I hit him when we get yeah. off. But it's like uh, you know we just doing nigga shit again. How YouTube he putting yeah, us on who it, they yeah. who they looking at? Wop wop. So he played G. I'm like damn, who the fuck is this nigga? So he played one video. He played two videos. So you know me, I take it. I go. I go look up the nigga whole shit. I'm yeah. listening to him. I'm like, bro, I'm, I look up. I'm listening to him every day. Like, I'm starting my morning. I'm getting in a car. I'm listening to him. Like, so he like, like, like kind of like my motivation now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I tell Tuck, I'm like, bro, I got to get with this nigga, bro. I'm listening to him too much. Yeah, like, like before this go too crazy. Yeah, I'm like, bro, it's <laughs> getting get out of hand. I feel like, like <laughs> I'm a fan first, but I'm like, bro, this my, like my rapper instincts kicking in. So I'm like, bro, I got to get with bro before he go. You feel me? So, we get with him like probably like July. We go to Atlanta. I go pull up morning. We go link. We we hang out for like three days. Mm-hmm. So we we hang out. We do the song, whatever. We just kick it. We kept in touch. Feel me? We go back. Uh, probably like I'm gonna say like we did the song probably like August. I'm gonna say probably like September. No lie, bro. Like September. October, he just hit wildfire. He just hit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he's somebody who threw the pandemic kind of like. Yeah, no, it, him, Babyface Ray, like they was yeah, like, like I, they ran the like, pandemic. It, it was like every day I got on Twitter, it was somebody like ESTG talking that shit. ESTG, yeah. like every single day during the pandemic. It was, it was such like, an organic push, and it's like he did like. It's almost like the way Dirk kind of exploded. It's like no, for sure. It's like yeah. he did like little subtle shit that let me know like them niggas know what they doing. Like when the Get Money record first came out before. Gotti was on it he held it off of streaming and just put it on YouTube until they got to a million views and then they furnished it to the streaming sites mm-hmm. whatever like that so it's like that's like a trick you can do like as an artist to like boost your value because if you if he would have put it on straight streaming from the door and it didn't work they gonna judge you off of that no, when you thanks. go and try to get a deal right. you know what I'm saying so it's like even like now with Bang with having a record with him it's like yeah I'm dropping this motherfucker at his hottest no, and, I'm, and I'm coming with everything well, like I'm like, a, like pre-packaged like I'm a I was sitting artist. back with this song like just like I ain't gonna lie I couldn't do nothing but the Birdman <laughs> hand rub like cause it was you like you know what you got yeah but it's like when you coming into this shit and you like in my in my uh, situation like I was basically like doing everything for myself you feel me mm-hmm. so it's like you get to certain points where it's like you get that make you a man moment where it's like you gotta spend that money on this you gotta do this move and it's like that was like a make or break moment for me yeah. like or I spent the bread but then I started seeing like the benefits off of me investing in it making certain yeah. moves then it was like alright now to the next move like alright the video why, why, we gotta go big we gotta make sure to do this like this your introduction to the game like you feel me yeah. so it was like once I did it like I stressed I cried <laughs> I got my like I got through the got in the mud to get it done you feel me but once I got it done and I was able to sit back and it was like all right see it now seeing it all come together it's like it was worth it you feel me yeah like it was worth every bit because it's like when you doing music you you try to get close to certain people so long and it was like i made one move and brung 60 70 percent of the people i wanted to get next to to me you feel me right or at least got on a radar right. so it's like you always got to go big like that marketing 
investing in yourself, going to try to best move with bigger artists, all that count. Like, yeah. a person can't tell you that it's not going to work. Like, it might not be the thing that blew you up, but you can't help but it benefit. It can at least move you forward. Yeah. And a lot of times, man, what I be seeing is that these artists, man, niggas be talented, niggas be having good records, and they be plugged in with this artist or that artist and having features or having access to these artists and they be scared to like to bust a gun and like go and invest the money and invest in themselves. and I be looking at niggas like damn you done bought all this drip you done bought all this jury you done bought tricked on all these hoes and you won't invest in your career and it's just like why even bother? Like, if you're not gonna make the necessary investment to take, because I got a trick off on the hose. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, like, but and, and but what I learned too is the people around them are kill the energy, and it won't even oh, be yeah. intentional. Because like, all right, for instance, like I got homies that got money. Some got more money than me. Some got as much money as me. Yeah. Some niggas is just doing okay. You feel me? And they could invest in what I'm doing. Yeah, they could. They could sacrifice from their life and invest in what I'm doing. And do I wish they would? Yeah. But I don't let them not doing it hinder me from trying to make the progress that I'm right. trying to make. You feel me? Because now that I'm in the position that I'm in and all the work that niggas did see me do now and make them want to contribute. Like, you feel me? Like Trying to get niggas to support something is like the most difficult task on the planet. You got, you, they so got to see you back. So you really <laughs> can't even, like, even with the podcast, you almost can't even take it personal. No, or, you like, can't. You, you really, because I've literally, like, I'm not gonna lie, I've given up as far as like trying to get support from certain. Yeah, I stopped people. asking. Motherfucker. I stopped asking just because <laughs> it's like. But my thing is, in in two years, you look up and see a crazier situation. You know, you had no hand in that. You know, you had no part in that. You yeah. didn't even help in the emotional standpoint of that. Shit. You know what I mean? Like true story. I had a conversation with somebody the other day. This is the exact conversation I had. Yo, man, I listen to y'all podcast, man. That shit is all that. Like, y'all niggas gonna blow. Like, y'all, y'all really have created like a media platform out of Philly. Like, it's it's only gonna go up and it's only gonna blow. Like, y'all niggas is next. I'm like, yeah, man. Like me and Chad, like we hope in the next couple of years, like you know, we we've even contemplated going to Atlanta, going to Miami. And he was like, wait, you gonna leave Scepter? Nigga, how the fuck I'm gonna blow? <laughs> <laughs> and go to Miami, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, like bro, don't patronize me. Like, <laughs> like it don't even make sense. How the yeah, fuck yeah. am I gonna do this and do this that and the? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They're like, and, and still be on 49. Like, it don't make no fucking sense. And it's just like, that's really how people are. It's like, oh, no, I want you to, to do good, but like, stay in this yeah, in this little, system. Yeah, yeah, no, stay in this sure. little thing right here and that, that shit is crazy you so can't take it you, you, you almost can't even like tell like if you sat one day and just told people like your dreams and your aspirations they'd literally be like huh yeah they won't, they won't sure. understand the fuck I, I cha- part of the reason why I changed my number after 18 19 years of having it I'm, I'm aging myself but after all them years of having it is cause I was tired of small talking with motherfuckers about bullshit like I understand my purpose I know what I'm trying to do I know what my mission is I knew December January I'm like this is a new year for the podcast we gonna set the fucking we gonna wipe the deck clean with whatever the fuck we did before this it's certain action items that gotta take place this year in order to move this shit forward and in the first quarter of this year we accomplished more than we did the last three years right nah, facts and that's what I was <laughs> on cause I was looking at it like bro I really had to sit back like alright I know I'm a, I'm willing to invest it financially I know I'm putting my time in it but like where else am I going wrong at that's hindering me so I start thinking like damn alright I'm doing this with these bitches I'm hanging out with this nigga that <laughs> nigga I love him to death but nothing that we doing is benefiting where right. I'm trying to none go. of it right. so I really had to sit back and evaluate like alright I gotta lock in and, and in the beginning it was boring cause you don't hang out with nobody you trying to focus on getting shit done you finding shit to get done yeah. usually when you would you just create, you knock out chill. a task and then you create more work for right. yourself and then you do something else so it's like damn you would look up and you didn't talk to a motherfucker that you usually talk to in a month three yeah. weeks you ain't seen him but it's like bro it really shaped the people that need to be around because it's like now that I'm at the point where I'm at this last eight, six, eight months a year it's like all the leaves that needed to fall off the tree is gone you feel right. me all the motherfuckers that was seeing long term and was in it for the win you feel me they hear like it's I got a man that like he don't he never gave me nothing towards nothing you feel me but he a nigga that be like yo you gotta go to the studio He'll drive, you yeah. feel me? He'll follow me. He'll and that's what, go like, to the store. He'll people, make sure we purposes. eat. Yeah, he'll yeah. make sure we eat. He, yo, whatever. Anything I need to do to make sure I get, yo, I got to go to the studio at eight. But 
I got to do something at 7 No, I got you. I, you feel me? That little shit matter. You feel me? Yeah. Even just being there and being like, no, nah, bro, that shit ass. Like, if you ain't got it, fuck it. Don't even try tonight. Like, the studio ain't it tonight. Like, right. all that little stuff will matter. You feel me? And people don't understand. Like, it ain't always bread. I feel like a lot of people nah, lose no. out on good people and yeah. good opportunities. They don't make the time investment, no sweat equity. Game. That's, what, yeah, I was, that's yeah. what I was saying. You didn't invest emotionally into it. And it's just like, yo, that shit matters. You know what I'm Big saying? Big time. Matters like a motherfucker. One of my best friends literally hits me after every show. Like, yo, I, I really enjoyed this segment. I enjoyed this. When y'all did this, I was cracking up. When y'all broke this down. And it's like, yeah, that should be necessary. Like, at least I know, like, this shit ain't falling on deaf, deaf ears. ears. No, that's facts. real. But them people wake you up to what you was like, kind of like, damn, I wasn't even noticing like how people was actually treating me. And it's yeah. like, damn, the, this person was concerned. Like they really hit you. And it's like, at, for me personally, I ain't know how to take that at first. Cause I wasn't used to people doing it. Yeah. So at first I was kind of like, on defense <laughs> mode, yo, like, yo. like, 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 bro, don't like, why every time I do a joint, you critiquing me and telling me like, or oh, what you don't like, or what you do like. And then it's like, no, you need that. Those yeah. are the people that you got. Really yeah. yeah. They really showing you like, the motherfuckers is going to take the time out to really, really they want to see the best version of you. Right. You feel me? And it's like, damn, you would get caught up on people not congratulating you'll be like that's just such and such being such and such and it's like no they not supposed to be like that yeah. like they supposed to be encouraging you and giving you that energy like, I've actually like, even gotten a lot better with people just coming up to me in the street yeah. and shit about the podcast <laughs> the podcast no, yeah. only <laughs> like, about the podcast is cool but like literally motherfuckers will scream out the car yell from over across the street and I just be like oh what's up you know what and people like yo man the other day man I was cracking the fuck up like right on right on you know and it's just I've gotten a lot better with, with that cause and I, and I was saying it yesterday I'm like yo this shit is starting to go because it, it's happening way too much. Yeah. Like way, yeah. way, way more often than it was before. Where it's like older women, older dudes, young people, like literally like kids, like like dead ass, like a 14-year-old the other day was like, yo, man, I really, y'all podcast get me through the day. I'm like, you're in eighth grade. Right, you drinking yeah, chocolate. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you need to get something to get through? <laughs> but it's the truth. And they give you all them different conversations that you yeah. usually wasn't getting. It's like it cut a lot of small talk yeah. out. Like now... Now that I'm not just bang, bang me, it's like the conversations be different now. It's like now that I put myself on a different platform to like really take, like you got to take me serious. So now people, when they meet me, is is music first, you yeah. feel me? Before yeah. everything else. And that's how I wanted it. Like, you feel me? So you got to just stick to it. That's the only way people going to take you serious. When they start seeing you, like when people see this ESTG move, it's like, it's so crazy. We got a picture on my page where I first did the song with him. It probably got like a hundred, maybe 200 yeah, nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. You feel me? I dropped the video. I mean, um, when we shot the video, I dropped the pic. It got 2,000 likes. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like, damn, people didn't see the move then when I got in early, but yeah. now they see it now. Now the respect level just went from hair to hair in one move. Consistently, hold on, consistency rattles people. For sure. In a weird way. Because even with this shit, you remember where we was like, people don't realize this shit. I quit at one point. For sure. No, like, y'all went on a little I, small I, I, hiatus. I, I, I no, quit. we went on, we got deleted from the directories on, yeah. <laughs> on Apple and like, Google because like, we took so much time off. Like I was Damn. done. Then when I came back, remember you was super out of it at one point. Yeah. And it was just like, we was kind of both just at a point where it was like, all right. It's either like we going we just call it we going to wave the white flag we, or we, we going to do what we, we be we, done. We going to do this or we going you know go on some heat shit and just rob <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's one or the other. And then we both sat down, we sat down in my kitchen in my, in my apartment and was just like, "Yo, we going to do X Y and Z and we going to do this that and the third. And literally we just got so consistent to the point where we're at now where we're dropping two, three, four times a week. No, nah, people are literally like Oh y'all not playing. Oh yeah. damn y'all. Oh damn, oh oh y'all got oh oh, oh oh it's like that now and yeah, it's we like put yeah. out 10 videos in the last 2 weeks. That's like, heavy. But the energy people not even realizing I don't I, I don't want to <laughs> really bring it to their attention cuz I wanted to keep going but it's yeah. like people not even realizing the shift like all right the rappers or the underground rappers is like taking it a more serious to where though they want to look professional. Then you got media podcasts where those like y'all and wallowing them is like the top 2 podcasts and the top uh, out Thank of the you. top 10, yeah, 20 it. shows, you yeah. feel me? So, like, that's media. So, now now I'm coming through here. I'm blowing up. Y'all blowing up. I'm yeah. spinning through here. I'm spinning through there. It's like, all right, now we getting our foundation to where though we getting our little system of people where people can really actually run around, drop a song, and exactly. go here, go there, this platform, that platform. Like, even down to, like, Philly School Paul. It's like... Yeah. 
it keep people informed. It's the, it, it do yeah. the same job as no gun zone yeah. or shout out Tom or say cheese or whatever. yeah or say cheese yeah. or whatever. It like has people a functionality really to it. Tom, Tom exactly. Fox said it the other day on Twitter. He was like, "Yo, like TRPE really created like a media platform in Philly. Like it's dope." And it's just like, yeah, like, and it made me think about it for a second when I saw it. I was just like, yeah. Because we made the decision to just, like, give motherfuckers everything. We're going to give you the interviews. We're going to give you the social media shit. We're going to give you our personal experiences. We're going to do the Patreon that's raw and uncut. We, like, we're going to give you everything. We're going to bring motherfuckers in that got perspective, that got something interesting to say, whether y'all understand what it is right. now. But something that I learned in just researching media, Vlad always says, I interview people just based on what they might be or something like may come up in the future that is relevant to my content. Right. And when they go and search it, they're going to see, I got an interview with this person interview. Da, 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 da. He's like, so something that don't necessarily hit now don't mean it ain't going to hit three, exactly. four five years from now. If you're right. creating a content library. Exactly. And from that, I'm like, Oh, we just got to talk to everybody. Yeah. Fuck it. That's like, it. Cause you never know what people going to become. Facts. And a bigger a problem that, you know, that I've had just in general in life is kind of like being ahead of the curve on shit. And because I be so early on it, I just be like, I'm not fucking with that. It just move on to something else. And this is like one of the things that like I stuck through with it through all the ups and downs and battles and behind the scenes and this and this. Yeah, we sure had some battles. And we came back to the table and it's like from... October of last year to now, nobody could fuck with us. Like, and that's how I feel. Like, I just feel like I just got into this mood where I just was like, man, niggas not, they not willing. Like, what's what can I really lose but some bread? You feel me? Right. Like, I'm like, man, this shit ain't nothing. And like, once you, once people are willing to detach themselves from money and the status part of having money or the security part of having money, and realize that the money that you invest in yourself. You would have spent it anyway, probably on some bullshit. For sure. Or I some told dumb myself, shit. like, all right, I don't care about how much I spend. This is where I'm not going. Like, long as I got this amount of money, like I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, like everything you feel up me? to this like, number. I can spend this and make <laughs> spend it as I as I make it, whatever, but I'm just not gonna go below this. Like, cause as long as I got this amount, I'm always have a will, I'm always have yeah. a crib. I'll figure yeah. the rest out. You yeah, feel me? Exactly. That's all I'm really worried about. Cause it's like I'm working against time. I'm not I don't care about the money, you feel yeah. me? Cause everybody's going in younger. Everybody wanna go for younger artists. Super young, 16, so, 17. Yeah, young. when you order, you gotta do a little bit more and you working against time yeah. so it's like yeah i feel like me? you I'm can sense it. the hunger too when people get to them points where it's like all right like even with us like we you really gonna do this you can if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Since like yeah, we're in a zone right now that's good. Like even with you, like I look at like Magnolia Muse. That was right. I like that shit a lot. Appreciate it. You and Poppy on Paid in Full. That's totally different. Right. You know what I mean? Like you could just sense it and feel it. It's just no. Nah, like I'm not playing now. Like right. I'm really, really like in this shit for real. Poppy was even saying that shit. Like coming through the quarantine, like I was, I was bullshitting. You know, nah, whatever, for whatever. Sure. But it's just like now, it's like no. Nah, like I'm really, 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 really here and in this shit. So no. Nah, and that and I be texting like, bro. Cause people don't understand. You might give me motivation in this area, and I could give you motivation here. You right. feel me? So it's yeah. like he give me life motivation. You feel me? But with the music shit, he he be like, bro, you really a go sacrificing. Right. Like you feel me? Like we had a real conversation. Like when I first was like doing this ESTG shit, because I'm like, bro, I like I'm ready to like go broke. Like and he mm. was like, no. At first he was like, no, and then he was like. Damn, bro, like, I really had to think about, like, what you were saying and what you was willing to put on the line for this shit. Like, yeah. he was like, no, nah, bro, that shit really made me appreciate it and Sometimes really look I at this shit you, I, I do, because, like, even when you look at, like, the super success stories and it'd be like somebody now is worth a hundred million dollars and it'd be like, yeah, I was in a house with no lights and you know, this, then, that, that. I told I watched yeah, Mark Cuban was fucking homeless at 27. Dog, I watched Booker T's documentary the other day. Booker T was an orphan with his sister living in a crib, no water, no lights, no food. They stayed in the crib before until the house got foreclosed on. Damn. Yeah. Got out. He was robbing the Wendy's that he worked at <laughs> when he finally got, <laughs> because he was working at Wendy's like robbing it while he was working there. Yeah. When he finally got booked, 
that he had robbed it 26 times. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, this ain't me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> you got the wrong man. That ain't, that ain't me on that Yo. video. Steve Harvey said he ain't get on TV till he was 36. Yeah, that shit real. Like, that's okay. wild. Like, it's just yeah. like, yeah, it'd be like trials and tribulations and it'd be like, damn, like, so it's like, yeah, when you see somebody willing to go broke, willing to sleep, you know, at, at the bus station, willing to drive yeah. cross country. Stone Cold said he was literally driving cross country. Yo, that's crazy. I was going to watch that tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's my man. Yeah, Stone Cold Jonah. They got it's Stone Cold Macho Man, uh, Roddy Piper, and Booker T. They did Shawn Michaels Jonah. I know that shit gonna be. I know that, that shit gonna be. Epic. That shit gonna be. That's nuts. gonna break the world. Yeah, Bro, but I remember being a kid, like, like at my grandparents' crib, like when my older cousins like went, like when. Like WrestleMania, like yeah. bro, that was like. But that's the point. That I was, was like an event. That was, yeah, that was the like, point I was making. Because Booker T was saying that when you see the wrestler at WrestleMania that won the title and he's making millions of dollars, and has endorsements, and Macho Man's is snapping to a Slim Jim and those crazy. Yeah. He's like, you don't even realize, motherfucker, been wrestling twenty years, making and pennies, bullshit. At, <laughs> they was wrestling in the sportatorium. He was like, that shit stunk. It was rats running around. There was no AC, and we was wrestling for twenty bucks. But it was just like, yo, you had to do it. Like, paying, put the work paying in. Paying your dues. You know yeah, what I mean? Fact. So it's like, yeah, that shit is real. Like, it's, it's definitely the real. gym, thing. man. You got to get in the gym with anything you do, man. Exactly. I wasn't, when I did my premiere and for my video for ESTG, Catch a Body, I played my first video and it was like, like, wow. Like, like, night and like day. even me, like, I had to really take it in. Like, bro, I really came, like, far. Like, I really yeah, stuck it yeah. out. Got in the gym and actually got good with yeah. it to where it's though. Like, I really can say, like, I'm a established rapper. Like, yeah. Like, and really could go. Like, you feel me? Like, it, it feel good. Like, it's a yeah. good feeling. Like, All right, so on my list, right, I had a question to ask you about, um, like, what's your situation when you, like, really finally felt like a rapper? But, you know, just through the convo, it kind of feel like you having your I'm a rapper yeah, moment, right like, now. right now. So uh, what type of, uh, you know, like, additional, like, attention, people reaching out to you, et cetera, have you had just, you know, in the last, you know, few weeks of the buildup to putting this record out? Uh, I had a lot of A&Rs reach out, like, just trying to figure out, like, if I'm signed to somebody, yeah. what I got going signed on. Signed to the streets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, like, what I got going on, what's next after the single. Uh, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, every A&R, like, I probably DM'd over the years. That ain't like, DM'd Yeah, <laughs> like, they just, in my views, I'm just seeing what's going on. Like, Twitter, uh, I had, uh, I don't, he not really that big, but he big, uh, Millsy. Yeah. From Boston. From Boston. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he a god in Boston. No, for sure. Ain't he hot as shit. Yeah, he the guy. He followed me on Twitter. So uh Lido, they uh young Lido they yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh Troy Yeah. Uh he followed me. We've been linking up uh this, so dope. this kid from VA, his name uh Young Crazy. He got Not a song with like right Ice World Vizzo right now. It's crazy. He just dropped a song with Ice World Vizzo called Shell Pop the Shell Jumping. Okay. The Shell gas station. Yeah. Now all, all the gas stations in VA <laughs> ran out of gas. Yeah. That shit crazy. Yeah, that shit is nuts. And he capitalizing on I don't even understand how a pipeline gets hacked, but that's some bro. shit. Bro, 40%. We all of the, learning something. Yeah, yeah no, no cap. <laughs> like, wait, so I could use a computer and hack the gas line and now it ain't no gas? Like what? Like if I if I need ninety three, I just can't get it from Virginia down uh, to Georgia. Florida. Down uh, to Florida. That's crazy. I got a I got a Panamera I'm getting this weekend to go down to fucking Charlotte. It's like I'm putting regular. <laughs> <laughs> we bring the hackers. We bring this motherfucker all the way down, all the way put back. Put that man. Reggie in there. No, eighty one, baby. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. This ain't my shit. Yeah, this ain't my shit. This shit going back. But the uh, the crazy part with that shit is like, did you see the pictures of the people? Like getting gas, yeah. like, my like was, it's a gas shortage. My got thirty. I feel like that gas. was their main was, plan, like for people to, cause that's where people gonna make us run out of gas at thinking like it's not gonna be oh, no gas. And and just trying was to hoard up trash bags. Yo, that's <laughs> oh, wild. Double knotting them joints. <laughs> <laughs> they was mixing and everything, fighting. Like how you fighting over gas? Yo, like, Americans uh, are idiots. Americans man. are morons. <laughs> we have rumble over everything. It's a gas shortage. Oh, I'm gonna go buy all the gas. How about how about just park. Yeah, just, just don't, <laughs> don't drive. Just park. <laughs> no, I, I gotta, I gotta get around. Where are you going that you need thirty two oh, drums a nigga, again? Whole, it's, it's eighty degrees. Nigga, nigga, over to fill up with nowhere to go. <laughs> like, bro, I heard they the got gas, gas in Delaware, bro. We gonna ride on exactly. Bust out full of flop bitches and skeezers. <laughs> I'm out here. Fuck is you talking about? Nigga, I'm riding around. <laughs> I no. remember when niggas really used to drive over to Jersey to fill up. Real no, shit. No, for sure. Twelve dollars like in tolls. Fr- <laughs> like a nigga from 
Mount Airy driving to Camden to fill up. Oh, the gas two oh eight. Yeah, nigga, you paid four tolls yeah. to get there. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong like, with bro, you? Bro, you used three quarters of gas <laughs> to get back. Yo, yeah, the gas shit is crazy. But yeah, they they definitely got a shortage going on from uh VA. Yeah, that shit is nuts. Georgia. Sickening. That shit is nuts, man. Yeah. All right, so uh you my guy, so we gotta get into some mess before we wrap up. What the fuck happened with Meek on Clubhouse? Bro, I'm still trying to figure it out because I didn't think like Can we have a moment no, of silence for Clubhouse? That shit is so fucking Yeah, fast. it's done. It's done. I ain't gonna lie, I got a lot of nice work over there though. <laughs> Great work. They said you look like a thug, you talk well though. Yeah, come on, I'm my gym real quick. You feel me? You talk the panties right off of her. They had bitches. That's how you know how horny the world is. They had girls like posting a pussy as they profile pics. Oh, it was a moaning room. Like it was, yeah, like it was like, you like it in your ass? <laughs> Nut on your face or in your earlobe? Like, bitches like, yeah. Like, yo, it was wild, but I ain't gonna lie, I met a lot of great people off Clubhouse. I met my manager off Clubhouse. Okay. From that meat room. Yeah. But like that room just Who went left. Him? Um, Kim. Oh, that's my dog. Yeah. So Kim. Um, Kim Chanel. Kim Chanel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I, introduced, I introduced her to G in Atlanta because we had the party in Atlanta. And I, yeah. I introduced him because apparently the day he came up the audio Mac, she wasn't there. Yeah. No, we we was in Atlanta together. We was. I was supposed to shoot my video down there, but it was. If you was down there, you seen like they was. It was going too crazy down yeah. there. We couldn't get it done. <laughs> but yeah, she a trooper. But um, yeah, it just kind of like he was like had his grievances with other people in the city, and, and it I was kind of like got mixed in together. Yeah, I was trying to be the medi- like the mediator of the situation. And he was on some, I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, and I just got <laughs> caught up in the midst, the midst of everybody else's bullshit because it was like I should have just spoke up for myself because I actually do got a good relationship with him. Yeah. And I kind of like kick myself in the ass because it's like I should have been just bigging that up instead of seeing what everybody else was complaining about. Right. Or so, trying to like be the voice of reason right, as opposed yeah. to just saying like, oh, no, cuz did X, Y, Z for me. Because it's like <clears throat> what people don't understand from the outside looking in, Philly is like a, is a small, big city and everybody know everybody or everybody's, no, everybody's one degree removed from everybody. you meet somebody from Philly and you'd be like, yo, do you know uh, Deion Waiters? Do you know Meek Mill? Do you know Lil Uzi? And they'd be like, yeah, like they probably really not lying. Like, yeah, you could really go to a gas station yeah. and run into any like other. I, like, like I met Meek one echelon people. I, in I, I met Meek one time in life. Met Meek one time, but me and Tak got a great relationship. Me and Leem got a great relationship. Me and Coon got. So it's like I could get to him. I just yeah, never right. really had a purpose of like anything that I was doing that uh, that yeah. you know I immediately needed him. But it's like everybody really know everybody. For I did a sure. hundred parties with Dion Waiters, uh, fucking book Uzi like. Everybody know fucking everybody. So it's like, you know, that was like a situation where it was kind of like some, it was some street politics and some, yeah, no, some if you, inner city if shit you notice, going on. If you notice, if you just even go back to the, like to the YouTube video, cause it's, yeah, on, it's, YouTube. it's on YouTube. Like, if you sure. go look and see like who's in the room, it's all street niggas in the room. Like it's not really like, I'm, it's probably like me, Rada, and I think Lid, Kobe from Southwest. Yeah. I think like we was like the only rappers. It's all, that was like some real town hall meeting shit. Yeah. Like, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Niggas really wanted to get shit off their chest, yeah. you feel me? And it worked for me. You feel me? Because you got I'm, a lot of attention. I got a lot of attention. <laughs> I got a lot of plugs. You feel me? I met a lot of great people. And it was just like, for me, he helped me because he put me on the platform to hear what I had to say. So he basically telling X amount of thousands of people that was listening what I say matter in Philly. You feel right. me? So anybody that's listening with sense is like, who is he? I need to get familiar with him yeah, because right, right. if I'm looking at him like he the big time rapper or say so person in the city, <laughs> yeah. if he respect what he got to say, Wallow respect what he got to say, Tyler, these gatekeepers in Philly. Yeah. So it's like, these all, they all like voucher for this young guy. Let's see what he got going on. Let's yeah. see what he And doing. then like after that, I seen like niggas from VA and New York posting his shit. Yeah. And we tapped in and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm like, rap. yo, this shit like, was an accident but it worked it worked for me bro <laughs> niggas was calling me four in the morning to get on that joint like i really got woke up on my bed 
But it was like, it was a blessing in disguise. Like, you feel me? I already know Meek not really tripping all that shit. Yeah. I just haven't seen him to really, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and Top, be at, Top be at my crib, Piedmont, Lean, like, all them yeah, niggas. I just like, seen Piedmont a couple chases, days ago. All them niggas, we, like, we locked in. Jeezy, Rob Jeezy, he, he was in the studio when we made the song, you feel me? Yeah. So it's like, it's all, it's Philly, you feel me? Yeah. People gotta realize, like, you can't just... Be letting one thing define your relationship with somebody. That was right. just a small, simple disagreement. I realized where I went wrong in a situation, so I can't be mad for him feeling a way about yeah. something I said because he did. Have, we had a relationship, right. so I shouldn't have been speaking on what higher by right. you ain't got the same right. issue. I should have just spoke on what I how I felt. So I mean, it was a teachable moment. You feel me? Yeah. I just look at it like that. So, uh, what what do you got planned for the rest of the year? Uh, your record is officially out today with ESCG. Catch a body is everywhere, all streaming platforms. We gonna play it uh, at the end of the show. Y'all get a premiere here from us. What's the plan for the uh, rest of the year as far as like you know working this record and then like what's what's next after that? Um, well, I'm gonna work this record maybe. 45, 60 days. Then I got another feature that's going to be, it's, it's in the works right now, but it's going to be done and out by then. And then my project, probably top of the summer, right? I'm trying to have my project out either a few weeks, maybe 30 days before Rolling Loud. Okay. If if the, like, that's just saying that this song don't go Yeah, yeah, yeah. B- berserk, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? And I'm getting Because if this song go berserk, yeah, yeah, we gonna hold this other night. <laughs> you feel we me? We gonna then, hold this Yeah, yeah. Can wait, but <laughs> as far as if everything go on schedule, then my project should be out around next, like, June, late yeah. June, early July. So you gonna uh, release an indie? Yeah, okay. independent. And we just gonna push from there. And hopefully we can do a nice partnership with somebody in the beginning that see my I mean in the future that yeah. see my vision and we go from there and blow this shit up for sure man well I, t- I text you and I told you that I'm proud of you like no, we got a real sure. good relationship a lot of people don't know like he even got when Bull was dissing me he even got dissed like, like even being his <laughs> even friend being my friend like he, he even got dissed with being my friend like oh you 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 co-signed a nigga you getting shot up too yeah like, like, that, I'm was like, a, damn, that was a wild man. time in Philadelphia yeah that was wild <laughs> but like this this my dog man we locked in and I texted him and I just told him like yo I'm proud of you you know what I'm saying like I, I seen your work from the very very beginning from like 2014 to now like like, you know, we had a relationship. It's gotten stronger over the years. And I just let him know, like, you know, with no prompting, no nothing before, just let him know, like, yo, I'm proud of you. I see what you're doing. And if no, I can help that. you, I'm going to help you. And I told him then, yo, when you ready to drop the record and this and this, I'm going to do what I can do to help push it. And here we are today, and I man. I hit this nigga 9 o'clock this morning, so you know. He was prompt. He was early, 1052. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Got, got to. No, it feel good that, like, when you could really, like, link with your, like, Niggas that you really cool in real yeah. life and do constructive shit outside of what we... Right. Like, you feel me? Niggas hang, kick it, fuck bitches, get high, get drunk, play the game, whatever. You feel yeah. me? It feel good to be able to do some shit like this where it's yeah, like... Hell yeah. I can benefit for what I got going on. You could benefit. And then hopefully we have a classic interview... Right. Where niggas would be pulling this joint up like, yo, he was... This jewel or this gem. Yeah, you feel me? That's how I know. No, for sure, man. We appreciate you coming through today. This is the world premiere. Bang, bang, snatch gang featuring ESTG. Catch a body. Live TRPE premiere. man. Y'all already know. Yo. Say your homie kill my dog, but now we dead now I just put like 20 on my wrist, bitch, I'm the man now And I move a lot of pets for cheap, this ain't no handouts I could put like 20 on your head and now it's man down I just got the shit up off the mugs, bitch, I travel hard Swing it to my gang, you other niggas, you get taxed off I could get a hundred on, cause I'm at with my track on Fuck them other niggas, they was down, now we back on Got these bitches scouting me, running like a track star Big wallet, shit talker, Mary's fit too small, bitch, I got big pockets Every time she get the dick Little bitch, now she can't sit proper. Now I gotta take her to the mall and make a drip prouder. Fell asleep in Gucci, but I woke up in a Hellcat. Take this YSL, cause I don't purchase no Chanel bags. Maybe even Fendi, like a fact, bitch, I can't sell cat. Smelling like new money and new runners, you can smell sex. Balenciaga ballin' chrome harder. Reefy sell that Benji, do the rolly, get the carter. I don't do no shooting out, no cars, but I'll park you. Any nigga speaking on my name and he get auctioned. He ain't got my money up to niggas that can stop me. Every week a hundred on to Guinness with the profit 20 on my arm, had to get a 
about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker it's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.